Outside the system and then some This is the mouthpiece of the natural earth forgotten At this point in time, humanity's been kept from the truth So Chinatown Radio offers the coordinates to a path out You're searching for something whole Cause what you see is real life You're watching this world unfold The truth beneath the lies Rekindling what's been stole The need to free one's mind Uncover the truth exposed So people see the light Let's shut it down so we can know It's simple, we just break it down a little bit So we can process all Make the switch and elevate yourself to conscious mode And it's beneficial we can get this concept rolling Get the future generators wanna stop the whole thing But the message thing is ready, we can start a post Taking in the simulating, getting lots of numbers Waking up the population, try to stop hypnosis In the 1995 movie, Falling Down, Michael Douglas plays a man who loses it and has had enough with the ways of the world. He snaps in traffic, he leaves his vehicle behind, and he wanders off into gritty L.A. neighborhoods. What keeps people from losing it this much? What keeps people from, from going over the edge? Up until a certain point in the movie, the Michael Douglas character, he doesn't do anything wrong. In a way, he does nothing wrong. He's trying to actually bring sanity and common sense into a world full of corruption and chaos. He's trying to bring... Uh, he's, he's had enough, and he has the attitude where he doesn't want to do this anymore, but there's nowhere for that attitude to go in this world. I mean, have you ever had a really bad day, and you just wanted to walk away from it all? Or even more, just tell people what you really think? And, and you know... That voice hardly exists. I mean, people will take a lot of shit just to stay in their comfort zone. They'll just take it, you know. Oh, well, it's not worth the fight. And people will shut their feelings off, ignore that they're upset, and they won't do anything about it. They'll just hold it in. And that, where does that go? It stays there. But instead, it, it comes out in the wrong ways, too. Because often later, you know, people might go home and hit the bottle or something like that. Um, so, but when you weigh, actually weigh in common sense and natural law against the backwards ways of the system, you realize how silly and crazy this world really is. I mean, what if you were to battle back? You know, why do people put up with all of this? There's way more of us than them. Is this the way you want to live? Are you content? Well, I don't know. I hope, I hope that you see more uh, listening to this show. This is episode 
99 of Chant It Down Radio. This is my final episode on Block Talk Radio, so I think, at least for now. And I'm going to be doing much more episodes, but finding a new launching platform for this show so I can do a little bit more of what I want. And so uh, this is kind of the end of an era for Chant It Down Radio. Um, I thought I was going to go all the way to episode 100 with it, but I decided that 99 is a good place to leave off. And uh, so here, welcome to Chant Down Radio. If you're a new listener, the website is www.chantitdownradio.com, and you can always uh, check out all the archives. None of them are things you you uh, can't listen to now because most of them are timeless about things that are important to planet Earth. So. Yeah, why do we put up with all this? This civilization, the crazy frustrations we have every day. Um, you know, what what's important? What happened in the the movie Falling Down? And I use that as a as a good um, analogy or uh, a good example of how people can get is what happened is everything that that character did was really more sane than ignoring everything, you know? It was actually sanity. Um, you know, why Why we put up with this every day? It's important to know what sane is and go back and look at this reality through eyes like that. It's important to see, understand what sanity is and then go, whoa, this world is not sane. I mean, look at how much stress we are all in. As, as soon as I deal with any institution of society, I'm stressed out when we deal with these institutions, whether it's, you know, banks, government schools, uh, any sort of corporate business, office, whatever, you get, it automatically just doesn't work with sanity. It doesn't work with natural law. And, uh, I lose my center because it takes me from my natural state and forces me into a completely foreign, unnatural state. So, you know, think about all the stresses we deal with. How many are civilization-induced stresses? Well, nearly all of them. So, what we need to do, what humanity needs to do, in order to get out of this mess that we're in, is major people need to disagree with this reality. That's what it is. Major people need to disagree. Not just a few, but major people. So that voice actually has a place. That voice of frustration is a map telling us to go somewhere. You know? As a kid, I I always remember, uh, it feels good to break the rules. There's something about it, you know? There's just something... There's sort of a feeling of of exercising your freedom. It feels good to break these rules that are ridiculous and have no alignment with natural law. Kids know, you know, unrighteous and unjust laws and rules. And it feels good to disagree because you are backed by the Creator who also disagrees with this reality. This is not a godly construct. And, I mean... The, the way that it was put together by corrupt psychopaths has created a, a 
ungodly construct. I mean, how about when stress gets to the point where it's actually easier to quit it all? It it feels good to throw the towel in and just give up. Stop giving a shit about their silly rules. To let it go. It's, It's understanding the idea that this is all bullshit. And it's seriously a big illusion we are all invested in every day. Um... To just go, I'm not going to do this anymore. My job, I'm not going back. My belongings, they're holding me back. I'm going to let them go. My car, I'm freer on foot. I'm going to walk. My rent, I'm not going to pay it anymore. You know, just to throw in the towel and know that it's righteous and know that this is a path. I did that once. And it's a very rare thing to hear about in society. And that may be advance for any new listener, but this is Chan It Down Radio, and, well, civilization is ridiculous, and we chant it down, and we know that the truth lies, leads on a path somewhere else, beyond. Um, and so, uh, I know from just dealing with this world on a day-to-day basis, that it is, and you know as well, that it is ridiculous. I mean, I recently saw this sign in a Hawaiian valley that had a barricade next to a a trail, and it said, Off Limits. And I was thinking, imagine trying to tell time-traveling ancient indigenous Hawaiians who came here right now, who lived off the land, Hey, you can't go there. That's off limits. They would think it was absurd, because it is. And that this, that, that's the ridiculousness of civilization right there, you know? We don't need to always explain what the prison looks like. We don't always need to explain that, uh, what it is because that doesn't get us any further in solution-based um, activism and everything. But to remember that it is a prison is an important reminder and that these day-to-day things that we deal with is an important reminder. So going out and dealing with the world it always brings me back. It always brings me back to knowing that my base is here, right here in nature too. As you see, I'm, if you listen, I'm broadcasting to you again in nature. I find that this show has a great um, uh, place in nature. Um, I think that it, it, it makes it feel a little more uh, authentic to the show. Um, and I won't always be broadcasting in nature, but these last three episodes... It's just better. You know, I'm not completely in nature. I'm actually um, not that far away from... You're going to hear cars and helicopters and things that, you know, come by. <clears throat> because I'm not really... I can't get too far in nature without cutting off my uh, um, my uh, reception here. But anyway, you know, uh, the world always brings me back. When I go out in the world, I always come back to nature for sanity and... It, and it always brings me back to the sanity in order to view the world at. You know, uh, I had to recently pay some outstanding tickets I didn't even know about. You know, I, I was devastated. I was frustrated. I owed a lot of money. It was just, I was pulling my hair out. You know, how am I even going to pay for that? Uh, in order to renew my license, I had to do that. So, first I went through security. So I go, you know, I'm going in there to the state office. I went through security. They frisk you like an airport with their metal detector. I go in this gray cement building, nothing attractive, no soul to this building. I pass by the murals on the wall of Hawaiians farming 
tarot, this mural of, you know, and, and, and see, that's what they do in Hawaii, I noticed, is that they, they do, they put these, like, murals up, or Hawaiian symbols on buildings, that's, that's what they do to, here to justify places, they, they think if they put up Hawaiian drawing symbols, or, 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 or some kind of, uh, whatever, they, they are okay, they're, they're keeping it in Hawaii, you know, Hawaiians farming taro, that's freedom. This, nothing this building knows about. It's so ironic, you know, when you think about it. But, yeah, so I go in, and, you know, the seats where we wait to pay our money are awful, uncomfortable. These hard benches. Um, nobody's happy. The, the soul in there is dead. And it just reminds me that the control center of this civilization is soulless. Here, anytime you deal with anything in government, that's that's soulless, you know? And it's important to understand that this system that we work hard to preserve every day is a trap. And we pay for it. And we pay to actually have the government give us tickets to therefore give us these court dates to think, make us pay more money. We actually pay for our prison, and and it is just so backwards, and and you know I've said this many times on the show. I'm not saying anything real new here, but it's important to uh, just remember again. You know, we're paying for this soulless building that we we're supposed to go to. It's just like it's so backwards, you know. Um, but everything in this system is really a trap. Um, the fact that you can slave for something like a house and a car. And not even own it. The bank can take it away. Yet you've been busting your ass. Trying to pay for it. Doing your best. Every day. And they can take it away. And that's because it's basically impossible to pay your bills anymore. And and especially get ahead. So then you get into the credit system. Which is a huge trap. Houses are a trap. Unless you have it paid for. Because it's the banks. Jobs are a trap. A trap of your freedom. The whole system is a trap because they trap you on paying taxes. And everything you do, you pay for in this world. It is a trap. And you get trapped because you can't afford. Nobody in this world that works, nobody, regular people in this world, you know, that, that didn't come from money, they, they cannot get ahead. There's no way to actually live the dream, whatever you want to call that, because it's a nightmare to me. There's no actual way to live a, this dream buy a house, buy a car, without extending into a system that's credit, which is a trap, because you never completely own these ridiculously high prices. I mean, Hawaii is extremely high. Our average price for a home here is nearly 800000 for a two-bedroom house. I'll never buy a house. No way. No way. I don't even want to... You know, if I slaved hard for something like that, I don't think I'd ever pay it off. And then, to pay it off, and then what? You know? You're so old, you just work for a house. You know, we work for these things, and that's not life. The simplicity of survival has been usurped to where it's, it's a crazy hurdle just to get anywhere in this insane world. And, you know, I've been fed up for a long time. In fact, my coming into consciousness was because I was fed up and frustrated, and I knew something was wrong, and I wasn't going to take it. But I hadn't taken Route 86. Thinking about when you broke it down
now you wanna know about those feelings that you haven't go this route to think and wait to have a list out about to think about when you broke it down to pieces. Now you wanna know about those feelings that you haven't go this route to think and wait to have a Route 86 picked you up on the spot. Usually at night, so there's no one out to watch. Sucked up by a beam of light, then you vanish. Everything's blurry, but your mind's more expanded. And on this shift, you're gonna lose control. Cause from up above, you get to view the world from the system. You get disconnected, you get to listen to what you've been missing. Behind the first door, there's a party going on. Cause everyone is free, and they've already been beyond. They've all been through the final door at the end, where everything's revealed, and you're at the risk. I'm never coming back, cause you know too much now. You wake up in bed, it was like a dream The people on board that view the big picture They give you these thoughts to really stick with you If you haven't had that much right from reason Then this habitat might seem nice and easy If they can't adapt, that's that life of freedom Yeah, you're on the right track, don't fight the feeling Is that route you're thinking about When you broke it down to pieces Now you wanna know about those feelings That you haven't gone this route you think away If you haven't had that much right from reason Then this habitat might seem nice and easy If you can't adapt, that's that life of freedom Yeah, you're on the right track Since it's eye on you If you're thinking out the box or a night on shrooms Route 86 has a do with division It'll grab you by the collar bring you to the answer So come inside, unplug your wires Cause here you'll find your most desires Avoid the ship, we're completely free And it ain't your fault, you've been to see Cause the industry got you programmed to worry about everything Trying to fold that I know about bigger things So come get abducted Some people don't know, and it's what they really wanted Some people know, but they really just forget They thought it was a dream and they didn't take it in And others need to visit just to keep it Minor, cause they've been here before but recently blinded Radicals, outcasts, people in struggle Refugees, evolutionaries, and others They've been aboard the ship and they got what they needed They left it all behind and they came back to see it Or you can go as far as a rabbit hole takes you But Route 86 is your radical breakthrough Route 86 is your radical breakthrough Route 86 is your radical breakthrough This is our route you're thinking about When you broke it down to pieces And you wanna know about those feelings That you haven't go this route you think the way you haven't If you haven't had that much right from reason, then this habitat might seem nice and easy. If you can't adapt, that's that light of freedom. Yeah, you're on the right track. Don't fight the feeling. <laughs> you, you can tell that civilization or a civilization is ready for a collapse when it focuses less on the family core values, respect for one another, and its priorities are in meaningless conversations, trinkets, and out for self. Also, when society becomes a perversion of what's natural, a distortion of nature, anytime we get far enough away from nature, we lose our, we lose our, our center. You know, this virtual world we live in, you, you could waste thousands of hours on pointless videos that people create trying to be funny or showing you something completely meaningless and shallow. It is showing you, you know, 
something that benefits nothing at all, has nothing to do with anything. You can wait thousands of hours on there. And and then how do you remember how you feel after you do that, by the way? It's important, you know? Listen to all the conversations around you. What are they about? Nothing but meaningless subjects are being talked about constantly. All I hear, you know. Um, I had to sit behind some some people, some girls, on uh, a city bus not long ago, and all they were talking about is their boyfriends, the whole entire time gossip. I'm like, you know, they're constantly in and out of their phones, completely socially awkward. They don't even know how to socialize anymore. Uh, couldn't give a shit about people around them at all. I'm looking at them. I'm just like, yeah, wow, this is where we're going, and this is the this is the the symptoms of a civilization ready to go there. Um, you know, I mean, the meaningless subjects are being talked about everywhere I listen. You know, and it's not that we have to be deep, like whoa, deep all the time, dude. No, but we need to have people's people's minds aren't on anything that has to do with anything that carries any soul, you know? Even the gangsters in Pulp Fiction have better and more interesting conversations and things to talk about than the average conversations I hear, you know? It, at least they had some funny, interesting things to say, even though it's just a movie. But what, when, when a civilization focuses on ego and vanity, that's when it's ripe for a massive change. I mean, when morality is not important, when respect for your fellow human is not important, when when things go ego gets ran amok, when consciousness is not even a word in most people's vocabulary, then things are right for a massive change. Look at any past and present civilization. Look at it. Look at how things got before the collapse. How sophisticated they got. The more sophisticated they got outside of nature, the more they lost their center, and the more it collapsed. One of my favorite movies is uh, Apocalypto by Mel Gibson. Uh, it truly shows what a civilization is. I mean, we get to walk with Jaguar Paw, the main character, and it's a great film if you haven't seen it. Uh, at, we, walk to, we get to walk as him and his tribe are taken captive as slaves into the Mayan civilization. And we go from forest to trees being cut down, clear cuts. We go through their slums where there's sickness everywhere. People are malnutrition. We go through markets where people are focused on their trinkets and all about their images and what they're selling. And then we go to the sacrifice, uh, you know, on the altar. People are being entertained by the pulling out of hearts and decapitations. And the crowd believes and honors their sick leaders who are themselves are vain and, and, and completely off off, uh, you know, not obeying natural law, that's for sure. And, and, it, and it shows the true ugliness of civilization right there. I mean, first of all, the forest, it must be cut down to expand, you know, make and feed civilization. So that's what, what it's like outside any civilization, you know. You, you, you get into more of the clear-cutted areas and the Areas that are gutted out, and then you finally get into the more city, this you know the outlying areas, and then the, you know the urban center. Um, and so, uh, what brings all these people together in one place? What brings all all these people in any civilization together in one place? Well, 
It's pers- mainly it's persuasion of leaders and commerce and downright slavery for generations to where people forgot they were slaves to a system. Uh, before I was awake, my intuition was awake. And so I've, I always knew there was some... It doesn't take much to know, but it always knew there was something wrong, you know? Um, I just wasn't into the conversations that people were in long ago. And this is right before 1999. Uh... I felt like there was something going on. I felt like there was almost like a program that people were under, and I, and I wanted out. And, of course, there, there is a program that people are under, more than one, you know. And I was beginning to fall away from my core group of friends, even. I was really beginning to feel like an outsider. I just, nothing, the conversations were boring to me. I, you know, I was disinterested because of the lack of consciousness I was bored with it. People's focus felt wrong. And psychedelics probably helped me too. They probably gave me a boost in consciousness. It gave me an edge. It gave they helped me in my life. Gave me a clear vision. I really need I, I really had the idea now things were corrupt. You know, and then I found out about chemtrails, like I explained in the last episode. So I quit the system. Not like in falling down, but I had a job and then it was just so I could live and do music. And all I wanted to do is do music and be creative. Making money was in the way. Making money and the job was in the way, so I quit. And at the time, I was working with friends on music, too. But nobody was very disciplined, and our schedules were getting harder. So I quit my job. I sold weed for a while. Then I decided that I needed what I needed really was a journey. That's what I well. I didn't know that I needed the journey, but I took the journey, and I moved to the Big Island, and I live with my friend, and uh, I've told this story, you know, numerous times on the show, so you kind of know a map of my life, <laughs> um, but yeah, I uh, I met an insider named Sherman, and he had, he had um, so much inside... Uh, knowledge of the system because he was a high up person in the USDA and he had you know all kinds of himself had done his own research from what he had you know noticed in his life and something wasn't right so he went in to do the research and he from you know him being I believe he was a former Freemason and maybe something else or something like that I wish I would have known at the time because I was just a kid and I didn't take in all this information with the mind that I have now, but this guy was, you know, uh, he really helped me. Um, but I really underst- I really started to understand how this world really works. I knew now that it didn't matter who was president and that they're all puppets. I knew that the conspiracy ran deep and possibly extraterrestrial. Um, and I like to say that I've been what I call mostly awake to this information since 1999. So I equate this episode with the year 1999, episode 99. And so suddenly at that year, the world made sense. You know, suddenly things fell into place. And like, oh, that's it. Uh, All all that, that gut feeling that something wasn't right and that what people were stuck on wasn't right, and that there must be more to life than just going to work every day, was was not just me being crazy, but we're slaves. And I knew that the system had no love, 
and then there was something laughing, lacking and not it was inadequate, right? Of course, being awake to the global elite running the show as a shadow government is a very important thing to know, but there's so much more. Mind the helicopter here. Hopefully it doesn't come through too much. <laughs> but, yeah, there's so much more. Uh, and so... But I had an edge. 1999, for me, was the edge. It was the final thing that all kind of put it all into place. And, of course, David Icke helped fill in some gaps for me. I read his books. Lots of authors did. Uh, Graham Hancock... Um, you know, uh, uh, John Coleman, the, a lot of a lot of things help fill in that gap. But global elite or not, this structure is not in operation with natural law and is not a natural way to live. And so, in 1999, I wasn't just fully awake. And it comes in stages. It comes in droves. I kept learning. Uh, my heart always knew that there was so much more. You know, because I I knew that there was just something missing, and for sure, for sure, I figured out that we had been taken captive, and that it's because the system was built by psychopaths. It was built by, you know, many other civilizations' model of trying to live, and that and this is no way to live. They got a job and a car, they work eight hours a day They never thought it's bizarre, in fact they value it safe They always stress on the time, because they live by the clock They like to press on your mind, to always stick with your job The only hour they know, would be TV or get drunk Because it's hours they don't have to be slaving their job So most of masses believe, all that the media says They're not inhabited thing, it's just been feeding their heads And when you try to tell them, they don't really Cause they don't wanna comprehend it anyway Every day They're bombarded by the wisdom of the propaganda Not enough to stop again And when I try to talk to them They defend it with that close minded Don't try to pull my leg Okay, well alrighty Go blinded to that light that's provided Since it's so important to you But I guess when there's no other way You feel like you're supposed to do it It's that state that we live in They don't know their program to it Like a dim light in a bigger room They never knew or been accused of living life All enterprise and victimized and penalized Cause this is like the only version they know They go to work and come home They're so absorbed, their motives only towards Being passive puppets, no thought for a second Cause they've had it done since they were born Screwed and tied, stupid robots Moving up the box, it's too much thought for a systemite Always gonna say the system's right Sheep, follow sheep, follow feet So deeply wrapped up, cause I think they have to Always be on a leash, but please follow me to the outside Cause we've been lied to out Right. People react to information given They don't stop to think if it was written in ink It sounds right Bound by the sheep pen to keep us in It's a people in supremacy but in secrecy We don't see these things so we keep an eat Revealing the way that the world's controlled People with money that pushes the globe Turning the whole world to clones
people's economy slave. It's the Illuminati by name. They got a monopoly made. They are the top of the chain. They own the corporations and the world bank. It's in their agenda and render your senses and fix your attention to this pampers paradise. They got us really going nowhere. We're just parasites. Civilizations built on slavery work to get paralyzed. But now it's time to break on out and shift this paradigm. And once exposed to the truth, then you will never turn back. Cause now the focus is new to always stay, not react. Let's take the scales from our eyes and we'll reveal what is false. So we can take on our life and move and build on our own. stock in the future of this existence of living it can't further itself much farther it can't get us any further toward anything good it's only steamrolling toward um, massive conflict and destruction and chaos and it doesn't take a genius to figure that out and I've been saying it many 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 podcasts you know but, I mean, personally, me, I barely make it in this world. And, you know, I'm always ready to quit. Um, I barely function in this world, you know. I might be all right at doing this. Um, and I might be all right at a few things that are cool. But they never got me by financially. And so, when I say I'm ready to quit, I mean I'm ready to do something different. Uh, uh, you know, this isn't working. Um, but, I mean, I'm talking about this existence isn't working. And so... You know, I'm always right there, you know, and I'm ready for everybody else to quit, but nobody's even coming close to that. And, you know, in the same sense, I have to make a living too, so, and, and we're, we're trapped that way. But I think we really need to, um, you know, humans need to expand beyond this. When people say they, that they've gone down the rabbit hole, they begin to unravel layers and layers of what they were brought to believe and realize that it's not true. So when you get down to these deep truths and and you strip down this to understanding that this is all phony, it's a phony construct, then you realize that this all has to go. Humanity needs to be awakened and it has to be an entire change of existence. Then we're doing it at the moment, that's for sure. And this is the paradigm shift. This is, you know, people want to shift this paradigm, but they don't know how. And ultimately, it's what they want in their hearts, but they don't know how. And, you know, I don't always know how. And the obvious questions come because my work goes here. It goes beyond, um, you know, keeping some things the same. I mean, so... A lot of, I lose a lot of people that way because people just don't have the capacity to think this way. And it's not that I lose them as listeners or followers. It's just that when I talk to people about this, this is just too big to swallow, you know? And, of course, then, of course, I say, well, we can't do this existence. And the obvious questions come like, 
Well, what do we do instead? How do we survive? See, the, the answers will come once this shift happens. And this will not be a voluntary shift. I, I once had a small bit of faith in that, but I, had, I don't anymore. I mean, we certainly could do it, but humanity is not empowered. And, you know, we could change this world in a day if we all quit our jobs. Crumble away untruth, get our priorities straight, and we'd be on the right path. You know? But that... I don't see happening. Do you? You know, I, I just, uh, I don't see that. Um, it would have to be an, a natural event, you know, probably in the form of a, a cataclysm. And not an Illuminati, you know, global elite-based cataclysm, but an out-of-left-field event for even the elite to foresee, you know, something like that. Um, and something that throws too big of a monkey wrench for even them. And so, I, I, I think that's what would, you know, change this existence involuntarily. Um, I recently showed someone the documentary Thrive. Uh, it, I think it's a good place to start for a beginner to understanding what's really going on in the world. I'm, I'm not a real big fan, but I agree with, you know, a, a, a variety of things. And um, I just find a lot of the solutions to still involve a similar existence to what we live, but not nearly as bad. But you know that weeds grow back when you chop them from, you know, the tops off of them. And that's how I think of it. And, um, I know if, I mean, it's just, it's just this, uh, sort of feels kind of like a pseudo spiritual kind of, pseudo-spiritual kind of solution-based documentary, but I, again, it's got really good things in it, but I know if done voluntarily what they want to do in Thrive, this way of life would have to be weaned off, you know, and it's true, and a lot of people would need basically training wheels till they didn't need government and anything like that anymore. So it, it wouldn't just be this... Um, perfect transition. It, it would take some time to have people adjust, but then again, I just don't see that being a, a uh, real situation here. I mean, in their solution, we still have jobs, we still have cars, and pretty much regular old lives that we always had. We, we keep this technology, but we use it for good, and get into Tesla technology. And that's there's great things about all of that. Don't get me wrong. But what really is wrong is that we continue to keep this structure of life in which hasn't worked and it's still foreign to a more natural, holistic, authentic life. Um, it's still a life that keeps us away from nature and keeps us away from our, our true potential on this planet. So I that's why I, I've never really been a big fan of the movie, but I agree that everybody needs to thrive on planet Earth, sure. But see, um, I feel like it really has to be more of a, uh, a shake-up. Um, people are, are stuck in this reality till they are basically thrown out of this situation. That That's what I see. And, and so what we have on our side, humans is the language of the heart, the real human spirit. 
these are all the things we have to remember. The, the, the idea that humans can become extraordinary and miraculous. And I've covered much of this in the People Beyond series, so if you haven't had a chance to get on the website and check out the series of shows. Humans have hearts. Um, they have deep understandings that no other creature on Earth can come to. And, and no extraterrestrial abducting people either, obviously, or they wouldn't be doing that, you know? Um, civilization destroys the miraculous, destroys the, the um, awesome, extraordinary potential of human beings by simply being what it is and putting us in the position to serve it, you know? And so we serve civilization. It does not serve us. We serve it. And that's the wrong relationship, too. Um, I mean, there's a ton of things, as I've gone over on other episodes, you know, wrong with civilization and how it does. I mean, civilization, we, we live in a world of, of failed communication. I mean, look at driving in cars, how we're all in these little bubbles, not knowing what that person came from, what they're doing, where they're going, you know, disconnection. Um, or look at how, how we each come home from a day at work, not understanding each other's days, because we all did something different, and it's hard to relate. You know, there's so much disconnection on just that level, in, in many levels. I mean, I've gone over all this, you know, in great detail on all of, a lot of my episodes, but... Let me clarify when I say how civilization is. I don't mean just cities. Although I did see a guy with a uh, uh, a shirt the other day. It said, allergic to cities. And, you know, I, I'm feeling that way lately more and more. I used to be into city life. I really did. I thought it was, you know, urban life. I thought it was, you know, pretty cool and being able to have all these options and stuff. But really, it's just more options of slavery. And the more understandings, uh, deep understandings I get about planet Earth, I see, um, you know, c- cities as as farms for slaves, and I see um, just a, a, a false reality of of um, you know human life at its highest potential. So I'm feeling that way. But this isn't what I mean when I say civilization. It's the very way in which we exist. It's what we exist for. How we live here. You can go into the country and seeing people how they exist, too, um, and they're not existing in the correct way either. So, and, you know, for more of a complete breakdown, listen to episode 41, last system tentacle episode, and, of course, go through that series of shows if you haven't from, from the start to finish. That one is kind of designed that way. This episode I'm doing today, episode 99, this is a new series of shows. If you go scroll all the way to the bottom of the series of shows page, you'll find a new one, and that's Frustrated Man in Civilization. And so I've put a few random episodes. This isn't like part one, part two, like some of my mini-series. It's more loose, um, different different talks, different thoughts. Uh, but so far, this would be the third one in there, and another couple is episode 63 which is uh, frustrated man in civilization and observing the a- the matrix which is episode 80 so this belongs in this series of shows and um, 
it's an important look on just the simple way that we live, really. Something very important, though, I think, and is not to get caught up in the reaction. And what I mean by that is the reaction is sometimes just making the problem worse. It's the emotional reaction without thinking beyond. The emotion-creating action doesn't work right often. Um, you know, here's an example. I, I see the feminist movement. Now, no, also, I know that it's been, been created by the elite. I know that that is a false um, movement that was created to take the woman out of the household, you know, more tax-paying, break up the family, etc., etc. But there is some real things behind it that need to be noticed. I mean, um, women don't want to be treated like second-class people and just be housewives as chauvinist men. And I totally understand. I think that's that's a, a, a legitimate uh, uh, gripe and complaint. But, see, what I see, and this is just an example. I'm not just total, fully uh, uh, picking on this. I'm just using this uh, feminism. Just looking at, at an example. Um, what happens is, so the opposite happens to where women want to be more masculine, hate men, and go to the extreme other side. And so then it's an unbalanced form of a reaction that didn't need to go. You know, another example is either side of the recent election. Again, people are are focused on this reaction. A lot... You know, lots of people I've met who go through knowing what the system is, that it's rotten to the core and it's a really screwed up place, they get angry and they become more like what they're trying to fight against, you know? Uh, Something violent and unjust happens to them and they get so full of hatred back that they decide to get guns and get violent just like their oppressors. So they start to mirror the, originally they were peaceful people who went through something and they start to mirror that. You know, I totally agree with, with uh, uh, you know, defending yourself. But there becomes a point where you become, people become militant and I've seen it and, and, it, and it's not quite the right thing. Anger is rarely the tactic that works. It, it's got to be more of an adult, grown-up reaction. And, and that's like the Albert Einstein quote, you can't solve the problem with the same energy that created created it, you know. Um, better said by Einstein, I've, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, paraphrasing here, but you know what I mean. It, it, the same energy cannot be created to, uh, to, to solve this problem that is from the same thing that created it, in other words, just... Yeah. So, I mean, the reaction needs to be more mature, is what I'm trying to say. Into a, It's more of a holistic approach, a humanitarian approach. Uh, when one person suffers, we all suffer. And so, that's the big problem with um, a lot of people who are pissed off, is they're in these isolated little pockets of movements that are pissed off, but... It's much more than that, and it needs to be everybody looking at that, you know, when one person suffers, we all suffer, and we're all fighting the same thing. This is the paradigm shift. It's a consciousness shift. Um, Michael Douglas in Falling Down was a reaction, and we can relate. 
His reaction, though, again, even though I, you know, it was fun to live through that character, um, didn't involve any holistic approach. It, it wasn't enlightened. But those very frustrations to an enlightened person would show one to want to quit and would show one where to go, right? But it was, in a way, a better reaction. And, of course, it's just a movie, but it was a better reaction than the isolated ones, such as my examples of uh, feminism or hating an entire culture. You know, you see that a lot. Or, or you, know, um, you know, the election reaction or whatever. And it's important to understand that we're all fighting the same thing. We really are. You know, I've been around the world... Most I've been to a, a fair amount of places traveling, and when you get down to know people, whatever culture it is, really, people all kind of just want the same thing, and really, people all just kind of want to be chill and not um, be in drama and 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 uh, have problems. They want to be have food, water, shelter, and have good times with their loved ones. They all want the same thing, so it's this reaction. And, uh, but, yeah, um, I, I think that, uh, the, where I was going with that is, we're, it's all important that we're fighting the same thing. We need to understand that. I think the reason that, why it was the falling down character had a better reaction than some of the other things is because it involves getting frustrated with the whole construct, this whole civilization, which is corrupt. Everything. You know, all the isolated problems that individuals are fed up with are symptoms of the greater problem that civilization itself, the way we live, is wrong. Look look what it's based on. Greed, theft, violence, slavery, coercion. These are all things that are not going to have good fruits. So, of course, you're going to have problems. And, you know, major disagreeing with this way of life is great, but everyone needs to, and everyone needs to see that bigger picture look. That's the paradigm shift. That's where we get somewhere. We don't get anywhere with these isolated pockets. I totally understand indigenous groups that are pissed off about their land being stolen, or are, you know, African Americans being pissed off about being their ancestors being slaves, and, and you know, that's just some of the many examples of oppression in the world. Totally. I'm totally with that. But you have to, but these are all coming from the same mentalities that came from civilization. And if you really look, the people who were moving things and pulling strings even back then is ultimately leads up to the same bloodline elite. So we really are all battling the same problem, you know, everybody. And, um, you know, I, it's the major disagreeing that everyone needs to do, but, um, I, it's it's just really people are too too much systemites you know i i see it in the way people truly are i i see people in their their government jobs completely swallowed by their role they're just completely taken and i'm not just talking about police and military which are definitely some brainwashed oppressors but i'm talking about the caseworkers homeland security um the people that you you have to deal with the IRS or whatever, you know, anyone who has been brainwashed into thinking their duty outweighs natural law and what is really sane and from the heart. And these 
are these people hopeless? I mean, that's what I want to know. I, they, you know, these are the people that are definitely holding this into place, so serious and dedicated about their job. You know, a lot of them have lost humanity, or they they couldn't be able to play pretend in this world. They they really must have lost part of their soul, definitely. And they they wouldn't be able to do their job if they be, if they became real conscious beings. They're lame ass systemites. They're lame, lame systemites. They, and and you know they need to be their their asses pummeled really bad. Will that solve the problem? Sorry about the helicopter. Uh, probably not. Definitely not. I mean, it'd have to be a life threatening change. Just like this planet needs a catalyst that would just make people go, "Whoa, what are we doing?" You know, well, they need to go eat a bag of, of psychedelic mushrooms, you know, a whole bag of them, go to nature for months and detoxify, dance every night around a fire and eat only raw foods, and maybe then these people could be turned around, but brainwash is deep, and for some reason, hmm, I don't see that happening, but they need experiences, and everybody needs experiences outside the system, that's what they actually need. And all I know is that we can't keep living this existence. We cannot, you know. Um, we cannot keep on, you know, uh, being part of this and feeding it. Because it's going nowhere good. I mean, not, you know, these are, these are people that were not raised right. They're not fully developed human beings. That are our gatekeepers that are keeping us from our freedom, that are involved in these roles, these uniforms, you know? And and um, that is the mentality, the warped mentality out there. You know, civilization is like this to me. It's like this. It's an extremely endangered bird. Check, you know, check it, like some endangered bird, last, the last female, and she's pregnant. And... She's walking along, quiet street, and gets run over by some speeding fool who is busy texting and eating McDonald's out of a fast food bag. <laughs> you know, that's what civilization is. It's the ignor- ignorance. It's the ignoring. It's, it's the complete problem on planet Earth. So, what kind of existence should we seek? What kind of existence should we seek if this is not working? I think we must first always go back to the model of the earth people. The indigenous people, the nomadic peoples who lived within a harmony on earth with nature for thousands of years. The real indigenous earth people that live peaceful, such as the the Bushmen of the Kalahari, the Hadzabe peoples, the Australian aboriginals, and a, a few tribes barely hanging on that were around before... Things seem to get crazy. Um, You know, we need to take it back to that for starters. Now, people often go, oh, do we need to be like them again? You know, wear loincloths and stuff and walk around with hunting tools. And, you know, well, not... That's not really what I always... I try to get as a message out. I mean, it's a good start. I mean, look, I'll be honest. Um, I'm accustomed to civilization, too. It would be a really hard to go to hunter gatherer from this this type of life. It would, you know, sure. I totally agree, but um, it's just that it has to be taken to a point of 
where how did humans survive on this planet when we didn't have all this oppression and it was just and where do we go for experiences outside the system and so you got to kind of go back to that because everything else has been brought into a existence of civilization and uh you know so but um you can watch movies like thrive and you know documentaries and get these notions that we can live with free energy and get some type of utopia going on and I'm for free energy but does it keep it does it does it keep it does it bring us away from a, a rooting in nature that's something we need to always ask ourselves you know cuz once we get away from this nature we we ultimately start kind of going against the grains, you know? Um, and so, the paradigm has to shift. We can't keep this current blueprint of civilization. We can't keep this idea that we need to live this way, but with less of this or less of this. It has to actually be broken down really far. And, and we have to get our lives back. We, we have to get it to where we're not paying to live every day. And all we do is we spend our the days of our lives earning money to stay alive. <laughs> and, and so we need to get to a point where no longer do we need to pay for shelter and land. No longer do we need to pay for food. But we grow it and gather it for ourselves, you know? And we need to be remembering that we, us people, are all these jobs you see around us. You know, okay, excluding civilization so much, but, you know, we need to become the police, the fire, and paramedics. You know, we, we protect our tribe, our family, put the fires out. We deal with medical situations. We need to become more full human beings. And we no longer need a government. We govern ourselves, you know. And we need to learn back morality, learn what's right from wrong. Everything needs to be relearned, relooked at. Because, see, humanity took a wrong turn a long time ago, and we have to catch where that turn exactly was. So that's why I bring it back to the Earth people. And, you know, it could have, it could have indeed been this extraterrestrial, interdimensional interference from, from long ago, as, as I look deeply into the Beyond Earth series, you know, go to that series of shows. So you can see a lot's been covered on, on Channel Down Radio, being episode 99, a lot of different topics. So please, if you're a newcomer to the show, always go back to the archives on, on the website, www.channetdownradio.com. You can find all the series of shows that you will learn a lot. You know, I've even learned a lot just by doing those episodes. But, you know, I think if people often get into these 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 cul-de-sacs in their minds, if we don't need to make money, what do we really need to do, you know? And when I when I talk about the edge, I I talk about the precipice of a paradigm shift in your mind. 1999 was the edge for me. I stood on the edge and I dove in. First, I quit the system and lived by faith. Second, I, by going on this journey, I was able to meet Sherman and learn the deep reality of this world. And uh, 
you know, I would, I would call that nothing short of a miracle, and I would call it amazing. Will it happen to everyone? Probably not, or not at least just like that. That's not really the point. The point is, quit and live. And that's the journey home. Another series, you know? These all connect, because it's all the same information. It takes 99 episodes to get, you know, and more coming to get this all out. Just articulated even in the right words. So are you ready for the edge? Well, the world is on the edge of World War III as we speak. I mean, closer than ever before, you know, possibly. I mean, sure, I've been talking about it for a long time. And I've been thinking that we were there a long time ago even. But now, it's it's closer than ever before, I'd say, definitely. Um, looking at, you know, this being April of 2017 here, uh, the recent the bombing of Syria by the Trump administration, you know. And, of course, I, I see now the elites play in this whole Trump situation more and more. Just sometimes it takes time to figure out what's going on. Uh, North Korea and then the Russia relations. You know, these are all things listed in the Project of the New American Century document for scheduled for re- regime change. Uh, these, are, these are rogue countries that are not playing along with the global elite. Russia as well, and probably China. Um, so, you know, this is the World War III uh, um, conflict that, you know, I've been talking about before on this show. And, uh, well, I, you know, I, I've been expecting it for years. Um, but now it looks closer to becoming real, and hopefully not, you know? But it's, uh, so anyway, what I'm, what I'm saying here is, I'm getting off topic, you know, but we can get in a huge, uh, definitely a huge, huge uh, conflict, especially also if we get involved with Iran, which I feel is uh, on the horizon too, and... Yeah, sure enough. Well, okay, so, but it's what the elite want, you know. Trump is another puppet, and I've said, don't trust any of this. We are being brought into a full-spectrum psyop, from the elections to all the other presidents and all that, and I went over that in episode 97. But, you know, this civilization and way of life is going to change soon. You know, Illuminati or not, you know. Because people have left behind. They've lost a lot of things. People have lost morality respect, direction, common sense. They've lost their own minds. And and it's all rotting from the inside and being steered by the elite, you know? And it's it's time for humanity to find the edge and quit. If if not, at least maybe you can. Because civilization is gonna go and keep rotting. Listen to that, you know? Um trying to be in peaceful nature, and, you know, you just get civilization, which just runs right through it, and, and tears what, it, you know, it tramples over, and it, it doesn't flow on planet Earth, so you have to realize, so are you on the edge? Are you, are you ready to take the next journey? I hope you are, because uh, on Channel Down Radio, we're going to take the journey. This is the edge of the last of the episodes right here uh, for this round of Channel Down Radio. I'm going to be back doing more episodes on a new uh, broadcasting platform, not, not Blog Talk Radio. I just think that it's time that I do more what I want, and so episode 100 will be clean slate as far as doing a little more of what I want and getting this show kind of more the way I like. It may take me a little while. I might be taking a, 
a possibly two-month hiatus. We'll see. I don't know where, where life's going to go from here. I'm preparing to do different things in life right now, and in my personal life, too. So it's going to be an interesting um, next couple months, see where world events take you. And, you know, but yeah, um, in my life, 1999 was the edge. And this is episode 99 that happens to be the edge. As I, I didn't plan these episodes very far in advance. So when I got to 98, I talked about when I first, uh, you know, started to know about chemtrails. And that was the beginning of my awakening. And 1999 was full awakening much more. And so I just started thinking, yeah, these episodes dovetail with my life. So I might as well talk about it. So that's what I did. But yeah, um, Tenet Down Radio will always be around at least in some shape or form. And I'm still going to keep things rolling. And the best thing for you to do is look at the news site, news, um, go to the news section of tenantdownradio.com. And then you can always keep up with the latest things. You know, I won't, I won't leave you guys hanging as long as I have on the news section. I'll, I'll be, I'll be feeding it a little bit more since I won't be doing shows. Maybe even with a newsletter or something like that to keep this blank spot uh, alive. Because I will have to stop doing shows for just a little bit to reform into a greater uh, show. Uh, and get guests, finally, because this guest platform on dealing with the blog talk radio sucks to me. So um, that's the main reason, too. Um, so, yeah, if you know of any broadcasting uh, opportunities for me uh, to take this to an, another level, let me know. Always you can email me at uh, um, peoplebeonthis at gmail.com. Or, um, yeah, and that, that'll... That's probably the best way to get a hold of me. You know, go to the website, too. You can find that there. And, uh, yeah, I will be doing more. Of, I'll always be chanting it down. And I hope you're chanting it down. So, keep on chaining down. Be a warrior, not a warrior. And we will have a paradigm shift involuntarily on planet Earth, more than likely. But it can be voluntarily within you because you deserve better. Chant it down, my friends. Who pulls the deck? Who rolls the dice? Who gives you stress? Who molds your life? Look to the left. Let's open eyes. Let's take a breath. Reach for the sky. Quit running laps. Get unattached. You have a life, so don't forget. Our seats recline. Let's take the time to clear our minds and get refreshed. Forces upon the losses of the moments Cold with thoughts I could have lost And could have lost a memo Any who and why Does it gotta solve the whole population Drive fate is causing hatred Causing me to fall in deeper And it makes me weaker I tend to teeter between My feelings to often ponder me I need to be free from greedy evil people Treating other people like they're measly Always meaning, always thinking It's all you're thinking You gotta cry for freedom Fight for freedom Try to be a conscious seeker Contemplate that he's a creature She's a creature We're some creatures That we can meet us all agreeing But it's not really that easy I guess we gotta deal with the vision Is circular for instance Have you heard of the living interpreter? You would agree with its meaninglessness If you look at our purpose here Worked in since birth The nervous system stressing us We do full matter lessons Only packs of presents Always ever step And tolerating dreaded sessions Of financial methods to catch up Put you out of alignment Testing takes you And your universal state Up of a mind And this To really eye all this dive off And make steam alive And all this Looking in the mirror Fearing the observance Of the person And sharing their thoughts I can't keep us up on my fluid We're designed Prototype of blindfolded Go before we must Grab a hole Get into the mind balloon Tip the balloon Lift the confusion And I heard it through the grapevine 
subliminal experimental messages are slipping into the population class nation. Looks like that domination operation to cultivate and chisel individual senses of independence to imitate the perforated template implant and send it to a limit to fence to imprison your prison on the bench. Yeah, I'm the end of the scram, so suddenly, suddenly, slowly, damage unity and family, community, humans and misery, losing mutual bridges. And you might have never noticed, but the clues are so evident. If you took another look, you might convert to inquisitive. Most are oblivious, tools and inhibited. Who's not too valid? Why don't you analyze the truth? There's a benefit, is